is the Hollywood Chronicles with Frank McKay. With Frank McKay. Tune in each week for exclusive interviews with your favorite celebrities. Uh, two super talented men who I've been listening to uh, respectively uh, for a very long time. And uh, Alec Lifeson, of course, uh, of Rush fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Andy Curran, who uh, I, I think he did three albums with uh, Coney Hatch, who's one of my favorite bands and one of the most underrated bands in, in history. And Andy's work uh, over there was just absolutely terrific. And the two of them have something that is a must listen to every uh, for everyone out there. Envy of None is uh, is the name of the band, and that was then is the EP, and it's just it's tremendous. I mean, I'm I'm biased because I love both of these uh, their work. First time I'm talking to both of them, uh, Alex and Andy. How are you guys doing? Great, Frank. Thank you very so well. much for your very kind words. Well, Alex, let me start with you. Uh, you've got to be very excited about this. You're getting rave reviews. I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of both of you, so I mean, this is a, this is a, a huge bonus, and I know you've done some tracks together. Uh, is this still exciting for you? Is this old hat to to be complimented by? Uh, you know, I'm sure many many people loving this, uh, or, or does it still get to you? Well, I'm I love what I'm doing in Envy of None. It's refreshing. It's different. Uh, you know, Rush, that was then. <laughs> and Envy of None is, is now. And it's a different approach to writing. It's a different approach to what the role of guitar is in um, the, you know, the contrast of electric guitar traditionally against electronic music uh, is really, is a, it stands out. And there's a quality about this music that is very cinematic and dreamlike. And that's the most appealing thing to me, to, to create something that you get lost to listening to. One of the, often we heard a comment on the release of the first record that people would put it on and then just repeatedly listen to it over and over, like right away. Uh, and I think that's a testament to the, to the, the sound and how uh, evocative and compelling it is. It just draws you in and you want to keep listening. Andy, let me turn to you. Frank, I'll just jump in and tell you, I don't think the compliments are ever lost on, on us, to be honest with you. And and I think about um, the early stages of Envy of None, and we only had about three or four songs, and we were exchanging them back and forth. And um, Alex said, you know, maybe... I think we have something here. You know, maybe why don't why don't we play this for a few people that you know? And, and specifically, Frank, we played it for um, a few film and television um, supervisors that that you know will add music to film and television. And it wasn't until then, and maybe Alex, correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't until then when we started to get some compliments, going, "Oh, wow, you guys are doing something really cool and different here." that we felt at ease and went, okay, we're not, we're not just drinking our own Kool-Aid here. People outside the four of us actually like that. And that means a lot to us. I mean, it's rewarding to make this and we don't, it, I don't think the intention is to go out there and try to be commercially successful. But when someone like yourself says, I really love that, it, the compliment is not lost. 
Andy, let me stay with you for for another second. Uh, I, you know, both of you, uh, you know, have had careers where you could drop, you could have dropped the mic, so to speak, uh, a while ago. So obviously, you're you're doing this because out of love. You're doing this out of out of need. I love the fact that you're you're both producing uh, new music. A lot of your contemporaries just don't do that. They just play the you know the old songs, the old uh, whatever. I I I love the fact that uh that you've approached it this way uh is it important to you are, are you uh, you know like a slave to creativity so to speak like do you constantly want to put something out well i'll speak for myself and al can jump in um i mean for me being a musician and and creating music is part of my dna and sometimes if I go too long without being at, in my little home studio and haven't put an idea down, it feels like my, my universe is not in a good place. So it, that's my happy place. I go in, I get stuff out of my head, I record it, and, and, it, and it's who I am. And, um, and pushing myself and not doing the same things. I, I mean, I, I don't want to boast, Frank, but um, it's become very, very sort of easy and routine for me to try to... to to write a rock riff, but scratching the, this envy of none itch and trying to step outside my comfort zone and do something different has been extremely rewarding as a musician. And I am a slave to it, for sure. Yeah. Alex, let me turn to you. I, when when you put together this EP, did you did you write specifically an EP, or did you uh, was it a collection of songs? Um, you know, when we first discussed what we were going to do for the second round, uh, we, I think we assumed that we were going to do an album. Um, and I had a couple of things that she was working on a solo record and we all had a few other things going on. So there was a bit of a break. And then when we started sharing ideas for Envy of None, we thought that, you know, maybe it'd be more fun if we just really focused on a particular song and released it as an EP and then move on to the next one rather than having 10 songs and then dealing with them for a year over and over mixing it all up this was much more linear much more focused um and i think we really like this this particular mode of working uh we all throw in our ideas that as we did with the first record we share files it goes around and around and around until we're absolutely fully satisfied with where we're at and then it goes out and then we move on to the next one it's a it is a really great way for us to work Alex, do you have a, uh, do, I don't know what you have, a Pro Tools set up or Logic, or do you have something that you wake up in the middle of the night and say, oh, let me quickly throw this down and maybe send it to Andy or whatever? Uh, and uh, regardless of what you use, uh, how much material do you have for Envy of None that, uh, that we haven't heard yet? Yeah, that's actually such a great question. I, I thought of doing that <laughs> because you do have those ideas and, you know, every night I play for at least a half hour, 45 minutes, um, sometimes up to a couple of hours before I go to bed. And I get these great ideas, and I remind myself to do something the next morning with that. And, of course, I completely forget <laughs> what the thing is. And then the next night I, I play something completely different. It's like, oh, my God, this is it. This i got to remember, and I never do. But the thing is, with Envy of None, we've had... Uh, we, we share some ideas. I would say probably uh, the bulk of, of the basic ideas come from Andy and Alf. Um, and 
Maya has a couple of things that she, that she's worked on that she throws in. I like to get these and and just transform them with the guitar parts, and I I try to do things that are very untraditional in terms of guitar. What's going to make the song sound creepier? What's going to make it sound dreamier? What's going to make it sound more intense? Uh, and use the guitar as a vehicle for creating those colors and moods rather than a traditional guitar part that's playing the verse riff and this and that. There's a bit of that, but it's not what really drives me. Uh, I just love getting this stuff that's, like like Andy said, not really in his wheelhouse. It comes, I have to think about it, I play it over and over and over. Sometimes I smoke a joint. It <laughs> helps me along. And then... I start playing, and I found, it's kind of interesting, I found that I'm doing stuff that I never expected that I would do. The ideas are not ideas that I thought I had in my brain, and it's being driven by what I'm hearing from those tracks that have been put together, especially with Maya's voice. Uh, I'm I'm so inspired by how evocative her vocals are yeah so it's it's really really a lot of fun it's great listen congratulations to both of you i want to keep you on schedule i could talk to you for hours andy a final uh a final word from you uh, do you have a website or a social media site for envy of none that you can point us to i believe uh um, envy of none is the handle on instagram and those are the best places to go to to keep um, keep up to what we're doing. We just did a very, very cool video for the track um, that was then. This is now by a, a, an amazing um, guy located in, in Paris, France. His name is Olivier, uh, Olivier Boscovich. And really cool. Remind, reminds me a little bit of the heavy metal magazine, heavy metal movie uh, imagery. But um, we've got a new video up there. And, and yeah, that's, that's the best to go to keep up to what we're doing. Andy, Alex, thanks for being here. Congratulations. Thanks, Frank. Take care. You've been listening to The Hollywood Chronicles with Frank McKay. McKay. Tune in next week for more celebrity interviews with your favorite Hollywood stars.